In today's episode, my friend Vishaka will be sharing her minimalism process and the planner products she uses to live a life with intention and purpose. Tune in and get ready to write down some really good tips. Welcome to Plan a Life You Love podcast. My name is Nikki, and every Wednesday there's a new episode where I can talk about best practices on planning, time management, health and wellness, where I get to chat with a planner friend. Hit the subscribe button so you can be notified of new episodes. Follow me on Instagram at Nikki J Plans, N-I-K-K-I-J Plans, and check out the link in my bio to find out other ways you can support this podcast. Hi, friends. Today, I'm delighted to have a lovely guest. She is a software engineer who loves chai, Bollywood dancing, spicy food, and of course, she loves planners. Welcome to the show, Vishaka. How are you doing today, and how has your week, your week been so far? I'm doing great. My week has been very eventful, tiring, but it's been great. How have you been? I've been so busy. It's been a hectic week. I'm so glad that we're almost done. But right now, I'm just excited to chat with you. Me too. So I'm excited about this show because you have used your Instagram page to educate your followers about minimalism. Mm -hmm. I love how you define minimalism. In your Instagram stories, you describe it as a process of letting go of objects And this is a progression that happens over the course of weeks and months. So could you describe to us your minimalism project and what steps they need to take to get started? Uh, Personally, my minimalism project, I did not look at it as a project. I just began with the 30-day minimalism game that the Mm -hmm. minimalists uh, host. So you let go of one thing on day one, two things on day two, and so on. So I began with a friend of mine, and my goal was mostly to declutter. And I was like, okay, I I don't really want to go that path of minimalism. And I also hate challenges. Like, they make me (laughs) nervous. But this was like 30-day minimalism game. And I was almost sure that I'm going to drop it off at 15 days. But I just kept on going, you know, you do little things, little things, and then that encourages you to just continue on forward. So um, eventually, like, I realized that my idea of minimalism was to use what I have instead of holding things. And the minimalist, they said something which resonated with me, that's love people, use things. So that's my primary, like that's how I'm taking this whole thing, that love people use things. So I usually these days never say that I love my planner. I just say I enjoy using my planner, which makes me more happy. So personally, my tips for uh, getting started with this kind of uh, minimalism or decluttering, like just think of it as decluttering, but either make it a full project like I did or you can schedule in like 15 minute chunks of times in your week and go around the house with a bag where you put the items for donation or put it for trash. 
I'm sure you'll find something here and there. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So that is so interesting because you this you named the the initiative as a minimalism game. And I'm wondering mm-hmm. if the way that it was named inspired you to keep on going instead of it being a challenge. Yes. Very interesting. Yes, that's exactly the point. <laughs> oh, okay. So I, I've been impressed. I've been watching your Instagram stories and mm-hmm. um, you are letting go of a lot of items. Yes. So was it challenging to let go at first? And can you share ideas on how to overcome the fear of letting go of objects that we might not need or don't use? So I still find it challenging. Like it's not been easy anytime. Like for certain things which you don't use and you're over them, it's obviously easy with those things, but I still find it challenging to let go of certain things. And you see how ironic the question is, if we don't use something or if we don't need something, why do we fear letting it go, right? What's, <laughs> what's holding us? Like, that's so ironic. So, um, but I, I completely know how it feels. I have been there. I've been emotionally attached to those items. Uh, but what I found was find the reason that you're attached to that item like uh, does that discovery help you so what help like to get rid of an item what is it that's causing the problem so if uh, nikki if you have some something uh, that you have trouble letting go which you don't need or you don't use can you name an item and probably we can go through a few questions which i get from the minimal mom on youtube mm-hmm. uh, she also follows the minimalist principle and maybe we can walk through these questions and at the end of the questions let's see if it if it helps that okay now you can let go of that item so i yeah this is going to be confession confession time <laughs> So when I started my planning journey, mm-hmm. I don't know why, Vishaka, I purchased a ton of washi tape. <laughs> and I've, I've heard this story over and over again. There's a lot of people like me mm-hmm. that have 30, 40 tons of rolls of washi tape unused in their, in their office. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. I just went crazy purchasing a ton of washi tape in the, this happened in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And um, because I thought that every spread I was going to have washi tape. And if you look at my pictures on Instagram, I barely use washi tape. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I know. I know. For, for me, like uh, I've I've been exactly at the same point when you say that I have unused rolls of washi. I have been there, and I do still have washi tape. And I had more than that, but I uh, gave away some of the washi. For one thing, like even before we dive into the questions, personally for me, I realized that I wasn't using washi just because they weren't easy to pull out. So I was I have now kept them in like samples like little samples. So it's making easier for me to just grab one and put it on. So 
I like the washi. I want to use it. And that's why I don't want to let go of it. And I am using it. So that's making a difference for me. But let's talk about uh, the washi rolls that you have been having and you don't need them and you don't <laughs> use them. So first question, will you buy this item now? No. Okay. Does that help with a little bit of detachment from the washi roll? It does help because I, I am aware that there is an yeah. awareness that yeah. I'm not going to use it. And then the next the next rule uh, comes from minimalist and both the minimal mom. It's a 90-90 rule. It's like, have I used or have I used it in the last 90 days or will I use it in the next 90 days? Oh, wow. Um, and you can change this number. It doesn't have to be 90. Find any number that works for you. Are you have you used it in the last two months? Are you going to use it in the next two months? I have used it but a handful of times. And I think, yeah. I think that's going to be the trend um, 90 days from now. Yeah. Yeah. So just going, just, this is still, again, we are not yet letting go. We are just making ourselves a little bit more conscious of what we have. Yes. And then the next question would be, is it living out the purpose it's created for? No, definitely not. Right. And am I keeping this out of guilt? This was a huge one for me. Am I keeping this out of guilt? I don't know what, how. how would so for you... me, it if it was a gift, I was keeping it out of guilt. Oh, got it. And okay. I, or or like probably you might have realized that you've spent a lot of money on it, and you're confused that okay, should I let it go? Yes. Because I've spent so much money on it. What you so just this... described, that's my situation. Yeah. And then the next would be, if someone gave me money for it, would I part with it? No. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you see, it's probably you want to keep the item. Yes. But you just, you're just trying to find ways to use it, making it easier to use it. So the next question would be, could someone else use it or enjoy it more? Yes, I know people that can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Mm -hmm. Then do I have to handle this item again or would I make the decision now? So if you're in the process of declutter decluttering and yes. you, you have it in your hand, would you rather come back to it and again go through these same questions or would you rather let it go now? You know, be because I am more aware of of, yeah. it, of it now, and the questions that you're asking are so insightful. Okay. You've you've heard my reaction. Wow! Yeah. Like this has been an eye opening experience with just a, several questions. Yeah. I I am more inclined of giving them away. Right. And for me, like I had more washi, and I still have thirty forty rolls. I am not <laughs> denying that. But I'm using them. That's the that's the deal. Like I made a deal with myself that they don't. It took me a while to collect that washi, right? So yes. it's not going to get over in the next ten days, and that's yes. okay. But now I have the collection of washi that I am willing to open it up and use it. So it's not like you have to give away all the washi. Keep some of it for yourself and maybe share it with somebody else. Yes. Right. So 
that's something that you have to make a decision for yourself. The only thing that uh, these guys, like the the people I watch on YouTube, the Minimal Mom, and everybody, mm-hmm. they've just helped me realize that everybody's situation is different. For someone else, they might be using washi every single day in their daily spread, right? So for yes. them, it's a big deal. But for us, we use it very lightly, or maybe on envelopes, maybe Happy Mail. Like, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's all the use there is for it. Wow. Wow. This, this has been a, a good questionnaire. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So can we move along to another subject that when, yeah. I, was, when I was perusing through your Instagram page, I was... Um, uh, surprised, I found out that you did goal setting for the first time in 2020. Yeah. Can you share which goal setting system did you use and what did you learn about the process? Uh, I began with power sheets, uh, the Cultivate What Matters power sheets. Oh. And I also attended their Cultivate Your Ear Life mm-hmm. because it was my first time setting goals and I was so, so nervous. Like, I know a lot of people said that you just do the prep work and, you know, it'll make a huge difference. But I attended their conference uh, just to give me some encouragement, some motivation, which was all worth it. Uh, but then I moved on to my full focus planner. So they okay. use a full focus system to uh, for goal setting. So that's those are the two systems that I've used. Uh, unfortunately, power sheets did not work very well for me. But this system has like I'm sticking to my full focus planner. And the one thing that I learned about uh, goal setting was that if you really find what and who matters to you, goal setting and goal achieving is a lot more easier than you think. Oh my goodness, that, that's, yeah. that's intriguing to me. For example, like for me, uh, obviously last year I had, uh, I had just given birth to my baby. She was six months old uh, when I went to that conference. So I knew that, you know, I have to spend time with my baby and I was like, Every time I, at six months, they don't talk, right? They're, right. They, you just, you, you're just sitting across from them. You're just playing <laughs> with them. There's not much going on. So yeah. I was like, I, I, I used to just pick up my phone and, you know, play with her, but have the phone also. And I, I was not happy with my behavior with her because I knew it's going to be a problem later on. So I decided that I'm going to spend 20 minutes with her without phone, singing, reading, whatever it is. Like I'm just going to spend it without the phone. And now when you, when you know that your memories with her is what matters to you, yeah. then it's a lot more easier to keep down the phone. It's just like, why is that even a question? Why is that even a goal? This comes very naturally to me these days. It's like if she's in front of me, I'm not going to touch my phone unless absolutely necessary. When she becomes four years old, like my daughter Gigi, <laughs> she will tell you, put down the phone. Phone, yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh, but uh, nowadays it's just like she snatches the phone from me. <laughs> so, y- you know, like I, that's not even a problem anymore. Like, I don't want to give her the phone. So it's obvious. <laughs> 
So Vishaka, which planners are you currently using um, and describe the purpose that each of your planners um, has in your life? Uh, I'm currently using Moxie Life and the Full Focus Planner. Uh, Moxie Life is more like uh, my sketch of the week ahead. It's just like weekly view. Uh, uh, right after this, I'm going to go to my desk and plan out my next week. And Full Focus Planner is my daily planner. And that's where I open it up every single day and I look at my Moxie Life. And then I check what things that I've put in my Moxie Life, uh, any appointments, any to-dos. And then I just transfer them either in my full focus planner or if they need to be eliminated for that day, uh, then all that filtering happens on the daily planner. Do you think that both of, both of these planners are more ideal for process-oriented people? Uh, full focus planner is Moxie Life. I think is something anyone can try. Okay. Yeah. Full focus planner has a little. I'm not sure that I would recommend it to every single person. Okay. But that's definitely for somebody who's interested in a system, like you say, it's a process. So if somebody is willing to learn through that, it's a lot more easier to get along with this full focus planner system. Okay. Okay. So if you had a planner friend that says they had a planner, but don't know how to use it, what tips can you share to help friends get their planning process started? (laughs) It's funny that you ask this because I started uh, planning officially in a planner just a year ago. So it's, What I wish I knew was that it is okay to try different planners until you find what works for you. I was so um, into like, uh, what do we say, regret that, oh, I bought this planner, but I don't like using it. And then I was afraid to buy a new planner just because I felt that what if I don't use this again? That happened to me too. Yes. But I, I wish like somebody would have told me that it's okay, <laughs> that until you find something, you keep on trying. And I understand that financially, that may not be possible. Mm-hmm. So definitely go to those uh, Facebook groups and they share printables. And there are people who would send you pages of the planner. And that's a great way to try out a planner. So personally, I think if somebody would have given me that heads up, Uh That, okay, if you want a planner, if you don't have the budget to buy a planner, Uh like try to find printables, try to find uh, somebody who has that planner and would be willing to share pages with you. Personally, for me, uh, like full focus planner, the pocket planner that I was using, if somebody would reach out to me and just ask me that, okay, can you share some pages? I would happily uh, pull out the pages from my planner and send it to that person just for them instead of them investing 30 40 dollars and for some planners it goes up to 60 dollars right so very uh, yeah it's difficult like i wish somebody would have told me besides the fact that it takes time to know your uh, planning system so i know you're an affiliate of several brands Um, please share with us which brands you're an affiliate and why did you choose those brands uh, I'm an affiliate for Erin Condren and the Full Focus Planner. And my 
baseline for just uh, applying for an affiliate uh, process or application is usually I enjoy their products. It makes my life easier in one way or another. So their products have to add value to my life. And that's why I like supporting these brands. I feel the same way. Yeah. I, I only share what I enjoy. Yes. And, what, what, what and it's easier. Mm-hmm. It is. It's, it is. It's easier to just, you know, talk your heart out without seeming too salesy or marketing <laughs> sort of stuff. You know, it's very easy for me to talk about full focus planner with you because I know I use it. I know it works for me. So you listen to several podcasts and have recommended Full Focus Planner podcast. Tell us about that show. So the planner is Full Focus Planner and their podcast show is Focus on This podcast. And they claim that, like, you know, they're the most productive podcast on the Internet. And just like yours, uh, their episodes are pretty short, like they're uh, 30 minutes or so. And they give you practical solutions to guide you to focus on your goals and banish distractions. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Okay. And how long have they have they had that show? Oh, it's. I think uh, they launched it last December. Oh, okay. so it's it's fairly new. Okay. I want to say it's fairly new because uh, there are some parts podcasts that have been going on for three, four years that I've just discovered. Uh, But this has been a really great way of uh, work life and home life and creating that mix of balanced life. Uh, They give really great tips on that podcast. Do they publish um, weekly, weekly episodes? Okay. Mondays. Good, good. So I know you're an avid book reader. Mm -hmm. Which books are you currently reading and recommend our listeners to add to their reading list? Uh, I'm I'm currently reading So You Want to Talk About Race and So Good They Can't Ignore You by Carl Newport, uh, who's the author of the Deep Work book. I honestly haven't read through completely right now. I just started them like two, three days back. Uh, but I do like this uh, this book, the So You Want to Talk About Race. Okay. It seems a lot more conversational. I can relate to the uh, incidents that uh, the author talks about. So I, I like that book reading in a way that helps me understand the situation that has been going on here. And otherwise, uh, I would recommend Free to Focus, which is again coming from the Full Focus Planner uh, realm. Uh, it's a book by Michael Hyatt, whose system is what's implemented in this planner. So free to focus is my another top productivity recommendation. And the last one, the fiction, uh, The Nightingale. I don't know if you've heard about this book. It's by Kristen Hanna. Uh, she writes historical fiction. And oh. I have been in, like, I enjoy her books. But The Nightingale is suspense, it's thriller, it's World War II, it's fiction. It's a really, really good book with everything in it. I think that book, my best friend would love to read that one. So I'm going to share that title with her. Mm -hmm. Um, Is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners? 
be kind online and offline. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I agree. There can be a lot of negativity in the planner yes. community. Um, and I'm here and you are here as a source of light. And I thank you so very much. Vishaka, I hope you enjoyed yourself today. Thank you for taking time out of your day to chat with me. I, I'm Thank honored, you for having me. Thank you for having me. Friends, follow Vishaka on Instagram. Vishaka Engineered Plans. It's V-I-S-H-A-K-H-A-S underscore engineered underscore plans. Thank you so much, Vishaka. Thank you so much, Nikki. This was an eye-opening episode. Thank you, Vishaka, for asking such insightful questions. In the next episode, I'm going to share several ideas on how to use the Erin Condren Patfolio set. If you're enjoying this podcast, hit the subscribe button. If you're using Anchor, tap favorite at the bottom and it will notify you when there are new episodes. Share this podcast with your friends. Plan a Life You Love is available in a variety of listening platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, CastBox, Breaker, and Google Podcasts. If you have suggestions of planner topics that you would like me to cover, you can message me on Instagram at Nikki J Plans, N-I-K-K-I-J Plans, or leave a voice message at Plan a Life You Love Podcast on Anchor. Thank you for tuning in, and until next time!